Support for the Fact Checker podcast is provided by New Pioneer Food Co-op. Celebrating 50 years as Eastern Iowa's source for locally and responsibly sourced groceries with stores in Iowa City, Coralville, and Cedar Rapids, and online through Co-op Cart at newpi.coop. Welcome to the Gazette's Fact Checker Podcast. I'm Erin Jordan. I'm the Gazette's investigative reporter. And with me are... Elijah Dishas, the Gazette's feature reporter. And Michaela Ram, the Gazette's healthcare reporter. Our fourth team member, Marissa Payne, I think is off exploring the world this week. So we'll, we'll hopefully get her back next week. This week, we are discussing a fact check um, of uh, a tweet by Abby Finkenauer. Um, Finkenauer is running for U.S. Senate against Chuck Grassley. Um, For those of you who don't remember, Finkenauer served as the um, first district representative in Northeast Iowa before she was beat by Ashley Hinson. So um, the statement that um, Finkenauer included, she said, the Affordable Care Act was signed into law 12 years ago today. Since then, Chuck Grassley has voted to roll it back 12 times and even voted to take away coverage for folks with pre-existing conditions. Um, Then she also says, spoiler alert, he won't stop these attacks until we unseat him. We're not checking that last part. But we did want to check the parts of the statement where she says that the Affordable Care Act was signed into law 12 years ago and that Chuck Grassley has voted to roll it back 12 times and even voted to take away coverage for folks with pre-existing conditions. So as I was working on this um, claim that has um, the word 12 in it twice, and they're bolded both times, um, this little song came to mind. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge and a pear tree. I won't play the whole song, but you get the point. As So I had to go through each of these 12 instances that Abby Finkenauer's campaign said Chuck Grassley had voted to roll back the Affordable Care Act. Now, just to refresh our listeners' minds on the Affordable Care Act, this is the law also referred to as Obamacare, and it was enacted in, on March 23, 2010. So indeed, it is, it is 12 years ago. Um, from the date that Finkenauer had tweeted this message. Um, So that part of the check is true. And this is a law that really restructured our healthcare um, system. It uh, expanded Medicare. I'm going to probably get, um, you know, kind of botch all the things that it did, because I know it did a lot of different things. But it required every American to have health insurance. It provided protections for people with pre-existing health conditions. And there was an obligation for health insurers to cover preventive care without cost to patients, among lots of other things. So this uh, Affordable Care Act has become pretty popular and pretty, you know, it's something that Americans count on. In November 2020, Gallup did a poll and 55 percent of Americans said they support the law, which was tied with a high support level from April of 2017. And, you know, support still varies by party. In that 2020 survey, 94% of Democrats um, polled favored the ACA compared to 13% of Republicans and 57% of independents. 
So, but Finkenauer, as she's trying to um, campaign for U.S. Senate, she's appealing, trying to appeal to the majority of Americans by pointing out Grassley's efforts over the years to um, undermine this health care law. So when we reached out to Finkenauer's campaign to get sourcing, they provided um, like a six-page document that had these beefy paragraphs about what legislation, what specific vote Grassley had made and and how that affected the Affordable Care Act. So we went through each one of these um, to to kind of explore whether we could confirm that Grassley voted for it and if that particular vote influenced the Affordable Care Act. And I'm not going to go through all 12 of them because that's like ridiculous, but you can read our check and see some of that. The I wanted to just say that, you know, the first significant efforts, it sounds like they were in 2015. And um, in that case, there was a budget resolution that Grassley voted for, which would have allowed um, reconciliation legislation to be used to repeal the Affordable Care Act. And a reconciliation bill, which we've talked about before, um, only needs a simple majority to pass versus 60 votes in the Senate. And initially, I think those were just planned for like budget matters that the Senate needed to get through, but they've increasingly been used for contentious issues um, that weren't likely to get wider support. So 2015, there were a couple of different efforts there. Um, The next spout of those efforts was in 2017. Um, Early in that year, Senate Republicans started laying the groundwork for a major push to repeal the Affordable Care Act. So, you know, in that month, in January 2017, Grassley voted on a budget resolution that set spending and revenue targets for the next decade. And that plan um, instructed the House and Senate to each come up with $1 billion in deficit reduction, which was expected to include the, um, you know, kind of stripping money out of the ACA. In In July of 2017, there were three major plans to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act. Each one of them ultimately failed, but Grassley voted in, a, in all of these cases to kind of push for legislation that would have either rolled back specific provisions or, um, you know, repealed the whole thing altogether. I think there was the big drama moment um, when was on July 25th, 2017, when Grassley voted for a motion to start debate on an ACA repeal. Um, so in that case, it was 50 to 50, the vote on that. And um, Vice President Mike Pence had to vote to kind of break the tie. Um, so then that move was able to move forward. There were some other votes, but then ultimately um, that was did not go forward, you know, that specific plan. And then in tw- on July 28th, 2017, the Senate voted on a proposal called the Skinny Repeal, which you know people might remember that it, it got a lot of coverage then too. Um, so that specific amendment um, narrowly failed, with only three Republicans: John McCain, Susan Collins, and Lisa Murkowski voting with Democrats. So Chuck Grassley was not among those three Republicans, so he did vote for that as well. So kind of, uh, you know, there were a couple other efforts in um, October, in, in 2017. In some cases, Grassley kind of voted for, um, you know, opening the door for other lawmakers or other pieces of legislation to nullify parts of it. And those those didn't happen. There were a couple of, of victories for Republicans in terms of them trying to get things um repealed from the Affordable Care Act. 
The first one was in 2015 when there was an amendment that would make permanent a repeal of the so-called Cadillac tax, which was a provision that would have imposed a 40% excise tax on these most generous employer-sponsored health plans. Well, apparently the Cadillac tax was not popular with either Democrats or Republicans, so that did that that tax was permanently repealed. Um, another big victory for the Republicans on the ACA front um, came in 2017 during the presidency of Donald Trump. Uh, Grassley was among those who voted for a massive federal um, tax overhaul that had, as part of it, it eliminated the penalty under the Affordable Care Act for people who don't have their own individual health insurance. And um, Grassley and Ernst put out a statement kind of bragging about that um, in December of 2017. Grassley said, this bill also gets rid of the unfair and regressive Obamacare individual tax mandate, giving Iowans the freedom to make choices that work best for them instead of being forced by the federal government to purchase an unaffordable product they either don't want or don't need. And then that Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was signed into law by President Trump um, at the end of that year. So just in conclusion, you know, there were a dozen or more attempts to roll back parts of or repeal entirely the Affordable Care Act. Um, and congressional Republicans succeeded in some parts and they failed in other parts. Um, I think that some of the, the cases where Finkenauer said that Grassley voted to roll back, you know, it was more like he opened the door for a rollback. That's what his vote did. And I don't know if that warrants a docking of points. We can talk about that um, in our analysis here. But in other cases, there were specific votes for full repeal. And if that would have been the case, it would have eliminated that protection for patients with pre-existing conditions, which was one of the specific items that Finkenauer noted in her tweet. So I would propose either an A or B for this check. So I'm going to go to you first, Michaela, as our healthcare reporter. Oh, man. Big, <laughs> big step. No. Um yeah, I mean, that is an interesting point. It's like whether or not you kind of dock the point for opening the door versus directly repealing or rolling back. Um, I don't know. I sort of reading through these these 12 votes and sort of these 12 um, steps Grassley took to, to kind of fight the ACA, they all seemed very direct votes that... Um, you know, we're for that resolution, we're for that amendment. It's not like he was voting for a larger bill that happened to include this amendment, was my understanding, right? Well, that's interesting you ask that, because sometimes these votes are so convoluted, it's really a little hard to tell. Um, I had posted to you guys just a section of text that was like blowing my mind with regard to this. It said, um, Grassley voted for the Ted Cruz motion to waive applicable sections of the Congressional Budget Act with respect to the Murray point of order that McConnell Amendment number 270 to McConnell substitute amendment of two sexes. You know, what I mean, it's like so sometimes it's really hard to tell exactly if this was part of a larger package. But I think the effect of it being included in each of these is kind of what Finkenauer's camp is going on. Yeah. And I mean, certainly Senator Grassley has made it clear he does not support the ACA. He has been in that camp of Republicans that has worked to repeal or roll back um, and has been successful in some efforts to sort of, you know, take chunks off of the, the landmark legislation. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, I think it's not a baseless claim that he's certainly been part of that effort. But I'm curious what you think, Elijah. Do you think um, there's that difference here? No, I think this. Um, I think this deserves an A because her statement here is flexible enough. She wasn't saying he's just voted for full repeals. He's voted to roll it back, and that that includes a variety of different um, things here. You know, you thought of the 12 Days of Christmas song, and with the rollback, I was thinking of that old Walmart theme song, the rollin', rollin', rollin'. You remember that? Oh, my God. No, but I do know, like, they would show the Walmart signs with, like, the price tag. Yeah, yeah. You have that little smiley face with the cowboy hat just, like, whipping the prices into shape. That's what I was thinking (laughs) of. But yeah, I'm I, I'm curious to see how Abby Finkenauer is going to capitalize on this. I mean, we know that the ACA is popular with in polling with Americans, but Iowa is increasingly becoming a red state, and Chuck Grassley is a really popular guy. I mean, he's been in Congress longer than all of us have been alive, maybe put together. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, how do you how do you dismantle that kind of popularity. I I wonder if this would get any teeth at that. Well, and it's interesting that you say that too, because I think when you kind of break down the polling too, if you ask people, do you support Obamacare? It's, you know, no, maybe kind of yes in between, but then you break down individual parts of the ACA, right? Like, do you support, you know, people staying on their parents' insurance until 26? For the most part, yes. Do you support XYZ. So it, it's interesting. You break it apart. It People tend to support these measures, but as a whole, it sort of has this kind of partisan divide, like you mentioned, Aaron, in the fact check earlier. Yeah, yeah I think that was also interesting to me. And sometimes reading some of these bills, how it would actually use the word Obamacare. And, you know, it was like they wanted to signal to, that this was the, the legislation that they were voting against. And and we all know you don't like that, you know, that scary Obamacare. So here's what we're, you know, this this bill is. And you know what I was thinking, too, with this check? I think that um, Senator Grassley, if he read this, he'd be like, yep. You know, I mean, <laughs> I think, you know, as you pointed out, Michaela, I think he's he's proud of these steps and he's been an opponent of the ACA since it was approved. So, you know, it's not like what uh, Finkenauer is saying is it would be disputed, most likely. Yeah, Republicans have really taken it as a badge of honor, you know, with these attempts to either roll it back or, you know, repeal it completely. It's easy for us to look at, like, all 12 of these points outlined in, in very clear detail for us. But tell me, how, how difficult was this for you to check here, and how did you go about doing this? Yeah, that's a really good point, because um, while the Finkenauer camp did put together a pretty detailed um, sourcing document, I didn't want to just take their word at it, you know, so I was kind of trying to unpack each of the the um, votes and say, like, OK, what was this vote on? And then look at the vote totals and find out whether Grassley did indeed vote for um, that specific amendment or whatever it was. And then try to find news reports about that that really kind of explained it in layman's terms, because sometimes these bills are so confusing. So I would look up the date that the vote was taken and say, like, okay, on February 20th, you know, 2017, what was happening that day with relation to the Affordable Care Act? And then usually I could find some sort of a news report that spelled out what what was going on with the vote. And that was really helpful. Um, 
the sourcing document included a lot of stuff from Congressional Quarterly, which um, is like a subscription only um, site. And I, you know, couldn't get access to that on short notice here. So I really did try to find other news reports from um, well-regarded mainstream outlets. So are you guys, um, are, are we okay with an A? Do we think that's the best grade in this case? I think it's pretty clearly an A. I mean, as you said, even Chuck Grassley would probably agree with this. You know, it's it, whether this is a good thing or a bad thing is another matter. But I, yeah, I he did it all 12 times. We have it spelled out here. And, you know, your sources are pretty, um, pretty objective and indisputable. So... Yeah, I would agree. I think you I, I think, yeah, it's straightforward that it's an A and you certainly have the evidence to back it up too, Aaron. So I would definitely support an A here. Okay, great. Well, we'll we'll move forward with that. And just to kind of wrap up for the day, we wanted to talk about what we might be looking at for next week. Um, I had sent the group an ad that was forwarded to me. This is a video that's um, supposed to be uh, playing in um, Iowa. I don't know if it's going to be an online ad, TV ad, or otherwise. It's by an environmental group. They are criticizing mid-American energy for their ownership of coal-fired um uh, plants, power plants. And, you know, it's a little bit different for us, but our criteria do say, does say that we can check um, ads that, that are running in Iowa. So if we can confirm that this ad is out there either on TV, radio, online, um, I think it fits our criteria. How do you guys feel about it? Yeah, I agree. I, it certainly does fit our criteria. And I think it'll be a nice break from the um, checking the he said and the she said that we've been doing for the last few weeks. So yeah, I would agree. And I know in the past, we've certainly made a point to, to check some of these partisan groups or sort of these nonprofits advocating for certain things. I know there was quite a bit of television ads we were doing, taking a look at those. So yeah, I think those are definitely important to, um, to check those, especially if there's a lot of eyeballs seeing them. So yeah, I would definitely support this. And to Elijah's point, it would be kind of a nice breakup from all the politicians we've been checking lately. Yeah. And it's really relevant considering what people yeah. are thinking about um, climate change and and um, CO2 emissions and all that. So, okay, well, great. Well, we'll move forward with that um, for next week. And um, I'll wrap up for today. Our podcast is produced by Stephen Colbert. Our fact checks are edited by Craig Jamulis. Our music is Lobby Time by Kevin McLeod. I'm Erin Jordan. I'm Elijah Decius. And I'm Michaela Ram. And until next week, we'll fact check you later.
Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.